0: Epigenetic heterogeneity in Friedrich ataxia underlies variable FXN reactivation. An article by Lane Rodden, Sanjay Bidishandani and others from the University of Oklahoma Health Sciences Center, Oklahoma City, United States. Frontiers in Neuroscience. 2021 Friedreich ataxia FRDA is typically caused by homozygosity for an expanded GAA triplet repeat in intron 1 of the FXN gene. The expanded repeat induces repressive histone changes and DNA hypermethylation which result in epigenetic silencing and FXN transcription deficiency a class 1 histone-deacetylase inhibitor, HDAC1109, reactivates the silenced FXN gene, although with considerable inter-individual variability, which remains etiologically unexplained. Because HDAC inhibitors work by reversing epigenetic silencing, we reasoned the epigenetic heterogeneity among patients may help to explain this inter-individual variability As a surrogate measure for epigenetic heterogeneity, a highly quantitative measurement of DNA hypermethylation via bisulfide tape sequencing with single molecule resolution was used to assess the prevalence of unmethylated, partially methylated and fully methylated somatic FXN molecules in PBMCs from a prospective cohort of 50 FRDA patients treatment of the same PBMCs from these cohorts with HDACI109 significantly increased FxN transcripts to levels seen in asymptomatic heterozygous carriers, albeit with the expected inter-individual variability. Response to HDACI109 correlated significantly with the prevalence of unmethylated and partially methylated FXN molecules. Supporting the model, the FXN reactivation involves a proportion of genes that are amenable to correction in non-dividing somatic cells, and the heavily methylated FXN molecules are relatively resistant to reactivation. FXN reactivation is a promising therapeutic strategy in FRDA and Inter individual variability is explained, at least in part, by somatic epigenetic heterogeneity. Introduction. Friedrich ataxia, FRDA, is characterized by progressive ataxia, cardiomyopathy, and premature mortality. Most patients are modigious for an expanded GAA triplet repeat in intron 1 of the FXN gene. Compared to less than 30 GAA triplets in non-FRDA alleles, FRDA patients have 100 to 1500 triplets. The expanded repeat induces epigenetic silencing of the FXN gene, which leads to deficiency in FXN transcript and frotaxin protein. Patients typically have 5-20% of FXN-transcript levels compared with healthy controls. Heterozygous carriers who have one expanded FXN allele have circa 50% transcript levels and remain asymptomatic. Thus, increasing the level of FXN-transcript in FRDA patients to the level seen in heterozygous carriers is expected to be clinically beneficial. Approximately 20% of FRDA patients have one expanded GAA triplet repeat that contains less than 500 triplets and they tend to have more residual transcripts. A later age of onset, slower progression and longer lifespan. Thus, even a modest increase in FXN transcripts may offer meaningful clinical benefits. FXN reactivation is an especially attractive therapeutic strategy in FRDA because the FXN coding sequence remains intact in the majority of patients and the reactivated gene would likely benefit from the availability of endogenous regulatory elements. The FXN gene is in heterochromatin form in FRDA marked by hyperacetylation and Trimethylation of specific histone lysine residues and coincident DNA hypermethylation. Treatment with a class 1 histone deacetylase inhibitor HDACI 109 reverses histone hyperacetylation, restores the abnormal FXN neuroclosomal organization, and partially restores FXN transcript and frotaxin protein in various preclinical FRDA models and in FRDA patients. While HDAC inhibitor treatment is a promising strategy to reactivate the silenced FXN gene in FRDA, one of its limitations is the considerable inter-individual variability in drug responses. The variable length of expanded repeats in FRDA does not explain this variability, leaving its molecular basis unknown. A prominent epigenetic signature located in intern 1 of the FXN gene is an FRDA-specific differentially methylated region which slows more than 90% methylation in FRDA versus less than 10% in non-FRDA controls. Bisulfide deep sequencing of the FRDA-DMR in patients show individual FXN strands that are variably methylated providing a quantitative measure of epigenetic heterogeneity in somatic cells. Hypermethylation of the FRDA-DMR in FRDA, which is stable and reproducible, is broadly comprised of three types of somatic FXN alleles, fully methylated, partially methylated, and unmethylated. The proportion of unmethylated epi alleles accurately predicts FXN transcriptional efficiency and age of uncertain patients, suggesting that variably methylated FXN epi alleles reflect different functional states of the FXN gene in somatic cells. Reasoning that fully methylated epi alleles may represent completely silenced FXN genes that are relatively resistant to reactivation we hypothesize that partially methylated and unmethylated epialleles likely represent potential targets for the gene reactivation. If so, the variable prevalence of such epialleles may explain the inter-individual variability in response to HDAC i109. It should be noted that HDAC inhibitors are not designed to act directly on DNA methylation. Our model of gene silencing reactivation assumes that the different FXN epialleles serve as surrogates for somatic FXN genes that have been viably silenced by the expanded GAA triplet repeats in cis and thus may have viable potential for gene reactivation. This is generally consistent with variegated epigenetic silencing a mechanism of gene silencing attributed to expanded GAA triplet repeats. A prospective cohort of 50 FRDA patients was assessed for increase in FXN transcript via HDACI-109 treatment of PBMCs, as well as the prevalence of various FXNAPL alleles typed by bisulfide deep sequencing. The prevalence of unmethylated and partially methylated somatic FXN epialleles correlated significantly with response to HDACI109 and the prevalence of heavily methylated epialleles did not. This indicates that somatic epigenetic heterogeneity in FRDA explains, at least in part, the inter-individual variability in FXN reactivation via HDAC inhibition. Results. FXN gene reactivation free the Ataxia by HDACI 109 shows considerable inter-individual variability. A prospective cohort of 50 FRDA patients was enrolled with the goal of testing the hypothesis that FXN DNA hypermethylation predicts response of FXN gene reactivation by HDACI 109 treatment. These cohorts were generally representative of the broader FRDA patient population in terms of age of onset and sizes of expanded GAA triplet repeats. Consistent with previous studies, HDACI 109 treatment of PBMCs increased the median steady state FXN transcript level to 3.9-fold over the corresponding DMSO control, indicating that it reactivates the silenced FXN gene in FRDA. However, individual responses varied considerably in the increase in FXN transcript following HDACI-109 treatment, ranging from 1.7 to 12-fold. a DMSO control. A desirable goal of FXN reactivation therapy is to increase FXN transcript levels to at least the level seen in asymptomatic carriers, i.e. to approximately 50% of non-FRDA levels. In FRDA, there is considerable variability in the residual level of FXN transcripts, mostly driven by the large variability in length Of the expanded GAA repeats, especially the shorter of the two expanded alleles, GAA1, thus fold change of a DMSO control as a measure of drug response lacks the ability to demonstrate the potential clinical usefulness of the magnitude of increase in FXN transcript level. Therefore, the increase in FXN levels with HDACI 109 was analyzed relative to the level seen in heterogeneous carriers, which was artificially set at 0.5 to represent half the level seen in non-FRDA controls. Using this measure, the cohort showed an increase in FXN transcript level from a median value of 0.15 to 0.59, following HDACI109 treatment, and resulted in samples from 42 or 50 patients, achieving a surpassing the steady state levels of FXN transcript seen in atrozygous carriers. Thus, HDACI109 effectively reactivates the silenced FXN gene in FRDA, but with considerable inter-individual variability whereby a substantial minority of individuals fail to achieve a level that is considered clinically meaningful. Somatic Heterogeneity of FXN DNA Hypermethylation in Friedrich Ataxia In order to test the hypothesis that inter-individual variability in FXN DNA methylation predicts variability in HDACI109 response FXN DNA methylation was analyzed in PBMCs from the cohort of 50 patients. The expanded GAA triplet repeat in FRDA induces DNA hypermethylation in intron 1. The maximal difference of DNA methylation between FRDA and non FRDA controls is seen in a region of intron 1 with 11 contiguous CPG sites which form a defined FRDA-specific differentially methylated region, located just downstream from the FXN-CPG island. These cohorts showed the expected variation in magnitude of FRDA-DMR methylation ranging from 56 to 97% in FRDA, compared with 4% in non-FRDA controls and 68% in heterozygous carriers. Deep sequencing of a single amplicon spanning the FRDA-DMR to assess methylation of all 11 CPG sites in cis was performed to analyze methylation within individual FXN DNA strands, i.e. somatic FXN epialleles. DNA methylation of 300 such FXN alleles. Representing the somatic variability of methylation in the FRDA DMR was determined for all 50 patients in our cohort. Individually sequenced FXN molecules revealed three types of AP alleles, fully methylated, unmethylated, and partially methylated. The majority of AP alleles in FRDA patients are fully methylated or partially methylated, both displaying considerable inter-individual variability in our cohort. Patients also showed a smaller and variable proportion of unmethylated APL alleles. We hypothesized that the highly variable prevalence of FXN APL alleles may help explain the inter-individual variability in response to HDACI-109 treatment. Specifically, the relative prevalence of Partially methylated and unmethylated AP alleles in FRDA may represent the individual potential for FXN reactivation. HDACI 109 treatment does not alter FRDA specific differentially methylated region methylation. FXN DNA hypermethylation in FRDA is known to be primarily dependent on the length of of the expanded GAA repeats, and does not correlate with patient age and disease duration or differ between males and females. Our hypothesis, the variability in HDACI109 response is predicted by variability in and DNA methylation requires that FRDA-DMR methylation and the distribution of somatic and AP alleles remain stable. This requires that drug treatment per se does not alter the level of DNA methylation or relative proportion of FXN alleles. Five FRDA patients in our cohort were systematically tested to investigate if HDACI109 alters the level of FRDA DMR hypermethylation or the proportion distribution of somatic FXN alleles. These individuals were selected for their wide range of GAA repeat lengths, DNA methylation levels, and broad distribution of three types of FXN alleles. These five patients also showed robust reactivation responses following HDACi 109 treatment, achieving at least the level seen in heterozygous carriers, indicating. Adequate modification of FXN locus DNA methylation was assayed with and without drug treatment, which did not appreciably change in these patients upon treatment with HDACi 109. We also did not observe any appreciable change in the prevalence of unmethylated, partially methylated, and fully methylated alleles in these patients following treatment. Therefore, at least in non-dividing PBMCs, HDACi 109 treatment does not alter the magnitude or pattern of FDR DMR hypermethylation in FRDA. Prevalence of unmethylated and partially methylated FXN alleles correlates with variable individual response to HDACi 109 treatment in free ataxia. Bisulfite deep sequencing provided a rich data set of DNA hypermethylation in FRDA, including 300 FXN alleles representing the somatic heterogeneity of FRDA, DMR, hypermethylation in each of 50 patients. The level of DNA methylation at each of the 39 CPG sites Spanning the region of intron 1 upstream of the expanded GAA repeat was tested for correlation with response to HDACI 109. This revealed that most CPG sites within the FRDA DMR showed statistically significant negative correlations with HDACI 109 response indicating that lower methylation in the FRDA-DMR correlates with a higher magnitude of response. We then tested for correlation between the prevalence of variably methylated and ap alleles and response to treatment with HDACI109. HDACI109 response showed a statistically significant positive correlations with the prevalence of unmethylated epialleles and partially methylated epialleles containing three to seven methylated CPG sites. Interestingly, methylated epialleles with more or equal eight CPGs, methylated and fully methylated FXN epialleles did not show this correlation or were even inversely correlated, suggesting the highly methylated epialleles Represent FX and genes that are relatively resistant to reactivation. This data supports the hypothesis that the variable prevalence of unmethylated and partially methylated FX and epi alleles underlies the potential for FX and reactivation via HDACI109 treatment in FRDA. Indeed, such alleles constitute a substantial, albeit variable subsets of somatic FXN genes in FRDA patients. Previous studies did not find any correlation of GAA1 with response to hdaci 109 treatment. In our cohort we noted weak correlation of response to HDACI109 with GAA1. No correlation was seen with GAA2 Furthermore, no correlation of HDACI-109 response was seen with either disease duration or patient age at sampling. Discussion, Discussion. Deep sequencing of individual FXN molecules wherein all the 11 CpG sites spanning the frda dmr rs insists for their methylation status reveals the remarkable level of heterogeneity of variably methylated FXN epialleles borne by somatic cells in FRDA. This rich dataset permitted a nuanced exploration of the relationship between DNA hypermethylation in FRDA and its potential role in FXN gene reactivation. Our data supports the model of gene sequencing in FRDA in which the subset of unmethylated or partially methylated FXN alleles represents a pool of somatic FXN genes that function different from the heavily methylated alleles. This data suggests that the subset of FXN epi alleles with less than 70% methylation underlies the potential for FXN reactivation by HDACI 109 treatment in FRDA, and such alleles constitute a substantial subset of somatic FXN genes in FRDA patients. Conversely, our data suggests. That FXN epilels with more than 70% methylation represents a pool that is relatively resistant to reactivation. It should be noted that FXN methylation being used here as a highly quantitative readout is likely serving as a surrogate for some underlying correctable epigenetic signature that allows for reactivation by HDAC inhibition. Nevertheless, Our data indicate for the first time that somatic heterogeneity of epigenetic silencing signals in FRDA plays a role in determining inter-individual variability in FXN gene reactivation. The prevalence of unmethylated epialleles in the FRDA DMR have previously been shown to play a role in determining FXN transcript levels and age of onset in FRDA explaining circa 50% of the variability. Altogether, these observations support an epigenetic silencing mechanism induced by the expanded GAA triplet repeat in FRDA that is akin to variegated silencing, i.e. somatic mosaicism, for functionally silenced, partially silenced yet amenable to reactivation and non-silenced FXN alleles. A potential caveat of our analysis is that at least some of the individual FXN alleles we typed may represent reamplification of the same FXN gene. However, this is unlikely to be a major confounder because of the reproducibility methylation level and allele distribution noted upon resequencing the same PBMC sample. Similarly, we previously estimated the variability in FRDA-DMR methylation to be less than 3% ST when resequencing the same sample of a range of methylation levels and less than 1.5% ST when using a range of starting DNA concentrations of the same sample. The reproducibility indicates that the sequencing read death of 300 is likely capturing a representative sample of somatic FXN epi alleles, although we cannot rule out some reamplification. Another caveat is that expanded GAA triple repeats are somatically unstable and that the FXN molecules with shorter repeats are the FXN epi alleles with low levels of methylation. This is unreasonable to expect that these would play some role However, we have previously demonstrated and also argued that this role is likely to be limited. Essentially, the frequency of somatic reversion of the expanded GAA triplet repeats in PBMCs is considerably lower than the observed prevalence of unmethylated AP alleles in FRDA. Furthermore, the frequency of large contractions is high in individuals with long GAA triplet repeats and it is in these individuals we encounter the lowest prevalence of unmethylated AP alleles. The coefficients of correlation for the subtypes of variably methylated AP alleles are moderate, suggesting that not all FXN molecules with less than 70% methylation are amenable to reactivation. This is a reasonable expectation because we wouldn't expect congruency of All epigenetic silencing signals in every single FXN molecule, perhaps especially in those which are variably methylated. The data suggests that a subset of these molecules is amenable to reversal of hypoacetylation and restoration of the nucleosomal architecture. However, the observation That most CPG sites in the FRDA DMR correlate individually with gene reactivation, and these same CPG sites were previously found to contribute to the severity of FXN gene silencing. Supports a role for the FRDA DMR in regulating expression of the FXN locus. Carefully designed single cell assays will be needed to characterize the true nature of epigenotypic heterogeneity in FRDA. The ability to predict FXN reactivation in individual patients is a worthwhile endeavour that could help in optimising its applicability as a therapeutic strategy in FRDA. Thank you for listening to this scientific article. Please do follow me on Twitter and on all podcast platforms so you can stay in touch and listen to the...